Hello, and welcome to a new episode of the Transfix Take Podcast. It's your weekly market update, keeping you miles ahead in all things freight. Each week, we deliver news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers from Justin Mays, our market expert. All right, Mays, always great to be with you. Tell us what we got. Hey, Jenny, it's great to be with you. Another week of freight ahead of us, and we talk about the comeback of contract rates. Is it too early for a plug? Because we've got a blog coming out about that very soon on transfix.io slash blog. We are starting to see a big comeback to contract rates as truckload markets continue to shift in favor of shippers. Contract rate is becoming more favorable than spot, leading to improved tender acceptance by carriers. And that, my friend, is the precursor to a great relationship between a shipper and a carrier. Love to hear it. Tender volume in the market is actually increasing. We are seeing a decline over the past four weeks of carrier rejections, allowing shippers to take a breath for once. Rejections have declined to their lowest level since pre-pandemic, but still currently hover at 18.5%, which is still relatively high compared to levels before the pandemic. Right, and this is what we've been seeing for almost a year now. The market is getting better, but gradually. Not only are carriers accepting more of their commitments, but contract rates have also surpassed what shippers will pay if they lean on the spot market. When you look at capacity throughout the nation, you could see that the load to truck ratios continue to drop, pointing to that overall market easing. Okay, and let's take a little trip across the country with your regional breakdown. What's going on? The West Coast continues to be a shipper-friendly market as rates continue to move lower. However, Denver last week, temperatures hit record lows, which brought capacity issues and rejections shot up over 20%. Shippers should fare much better this coming week as rates continue to drop, leaving the West Coast. But the caveat is that freight going into the West Coast from other regions are actually driving more towards the carrier's favor and rates are moving up fast. Jumping to the South and Southeast, we continue to experience volume increases that are likely going to continue for the weeks and potentially months forward as we enter the produce season. But thankfully, capacity has not shown too many issues just yet. And we'd like to keep it that way, but I have a feeling you're gonna give us the lowdown on what's going on now. Markets along the border in the South, as well as markets in major ports in the Southeast, such as Jacksonville, demand is outpacing the supply of trucks, so capacity will continue to be tight there relative to the rest of those regions. Shippers likely will see volumes increase until the end of produce season, along with increasing demand for the volume of imports coming into the East Coast. One of the big callouts going into produce season is this will be one of the first years that we will see imports battle for capacity with produce season. And this could spark up some heated spot rates going into produce season. All right, Mason, what do we have for the South and the Southeast? We continue to experience volume increases that will likely continue in the coming weeks. But capacity has not been too much of an issue. Still markets along the border in the south, as well as markets around major ports in the southeast, such as Jacksonville, we are seeing demand outpace the supply of trucks, so capacity will likely continue to be tighter in these markets. Shippers will likely see volume increases through produce season, along with increasing demand for the volume of imports along the east and south. Now this will be the first time that we see produce markets compete directly with imports as we traditionally do not see such a spike of imports on these markets through the Q1 and Q2. 
Winter weather has presented shippers in the Midwest with a winding road when it comes to capacity. Both capacity and rates likely will ease in the coming weeks unless freight is heading back to the West Coast, which they will pay a premium. As long as the weather stays clear, we should continue to see the Midwest loosen in favor of shippers. This week, carriers will likely continue to find pockets where they have the upper hand, but we expect to see the overall softening in this region continue throughout the next several months. And finally, what have we got in the Northeast? Carriers are holding on to pricing power, but the Harrisburg market is starting to see some easing. And the largest market in the Northeast, Elizabeth, shows no signs of slowing. Volume is continuing to climb quickly, bringing more capacity constraints for shippers who saw a 15% increase week over week in tender volume. Imports remain at high levels, as does the number of vessels waiting off the New York, New Jersey coast. Shippers likely will not see easing here in the immediate future, and carriers will continue to be able to take advantage of this. Okay, and Mays, I know we've been looking at this very closely, but let's talk about the East Coast ports. What is that looking like currently, and can we do anything about it? It's certainly been a tale of two coasts. At the ports, there are continued improvements in the West Coast, but that cannot be said for the East Coast, where congestion is actually worsening. Keeping a close eye here, going forward through produce season will be key for shippers, as port and produce seasons, as mentioned before, will be in a deadlock battle for capacity. Yes, and looking further down into the future, it's important for us to keep an eye on the labor unions on the West Coast ports because they're undergoing contract negotiations for their current contract in June. Now, if you want an insider's perspective on that, then we encourage you to check out Lauren Began's podcast, Buy Land and Buy Sea. We have seen in the past that disruptions caused by delayed agreements can be costly and could increase congestion. Something we will absolutely keep an eye on, but until then, we'll see you with an all-new episode next week. Drive safely. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix Incorporated or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Incorporated nor its affiliates, nor the companies with which such participants are affiliated, warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change.